Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zaino. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zaino. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zaino coming to you live from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great day to be alive in these United States of America. Today, we are absolutely going to bring the heat and bring you plenty of useful information that you can take with you and apply to your personal situation. The goal of this show is to help educate and empower people to make better financial decisions, okay? And once again, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and the only Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. How's it going so far this weekend? Uh, loving life, brother, loving life. That's right. That That's the way to do it. That's the attitude to have. And uh, yeah, you know, you're right. We're here to, to help people, to educate folks about making smarter financial decisions. That's what this show is all about. Uh, that's why it's called Money Matters. You know, Money Matters with Mike and, uh, you know, money does matter. So we, we, matter. we got it covered. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we have got it covered. And folks, you can also check out the show online. MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the web address. That's Money Matters with Mike. Everything spelled out there, all one word dot com and the phone number 704-560-1573. You can also get us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show. Check out past episodes. Leave us a rating. Send us a message. We absolutely love hearing from our listeners. It's been, um, as far as economic data, uh, Mike, a busy uh, few weeks here, really. I mean, it was, you know, it's been earnings season uh, on Wall Street. Um, we had uh, very uh, recently some more inflation data come out, which is still not great, but it's not as bad as it was. Um, gas prices coming down from those big highs that we saw. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like it's it's like there's a little bit of relief, but we're still our pockets are still much lighter than they used to be these days. They, they are. They kind of have us conditioned that, you know, hey, we're grateful that prices are coming down on gas. People wake up. It's still two dollars more a gallon than we were paying just a, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Right. So it's, it's one of those things. But yes, this has been a very busy time for data and the markets have been, um, you know, they, they've been responding. Uh, and some would say a little bit positively over, over the last uh, little bit of time, just so that you can see. I mean, obviously, we have the volatility up and down, but it's not as dreary as what it was just uh, even a few months ago. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we were looking at uh, big losses a couple of months back and then. Uh, now it, it it is not as you say nearly as bad as as what we had seen and you know it was it's so funny because I I uh, used to uh, work at the Wall Street Journal Radio Network which is not um, around anymore unfortunately uh, but uh, I used to work there that's where I sort of got my my starting business news anyway and um, I was listening to a, a, a recording of myself in tw from twenty. 14, 2014, 2013. I meant that was revelatory. One of those. Yes. And that that's my whole thing is like, okay, putting this in perspective for everybody. It's like, what, what was it? We were talking about like Dow 
17,000 maybe something like that at the time. Right. And that was like a huge deal. So, I mean, look at where we are now compared to where we were back then. And so over time, things have uh, really uh, grown, even with the volatility that we have been seeing in the in the markets uh, here recently. Yeah. And that's the thing about, you know, trying to time the market, right? It's not timing the market. Most people can get one of those right, either you know buying low or selling high. Very few people get both of them right. Uh, in fact, most money managers don't even beat the <laughs> S&P 500. So it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. And so the longer you have, obviously, the more you can leave your money exposed to those risks, because we all know over time, the market does go up. For those of you who are nearing retirement, you you kind of need to you get your boat closer to the pier, so to speak, and recognize that you don't have as much time to recover. God forbid uh, it takes a turn for the worse. So absolutely. Yeah, people are looking for, you know, ways to keep their money uh, in a, a safe uh, location, <laughs> but still see some growth. And that's kind of, you know, a lot of what we talk about here as well as how does there's kind of diversify that uh, those places where you invest and where you put your money in and say, OK, do you, you want to take uh, some like how, how risk averse are you, you know, and how much risk are you willing to take? In other words, um, what do you want to do to keep some money, have some safer investments? Do you want to do this, that or the other? And that's kind of what we're get we'll get into today. Um, we're actually starting a series on the show today uh, called the Smart Retirement Plan series. We'll have of course, I'm excited a, about that one, Matt. Definitely yeah. excited. It, it's it's going to be great, I think, especially great for our listeners, because we're going to cover so many different topics on the show over the coming weeks. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that this is when it all starts right here is on this particular episode of Money Matters with Mike here today. And so uh, we'll we'll get that underway here in just a bit. But, yeah, smart retirement planning is what it's all about uh, all the time. But we're going to have a, a special edition of the show today to start off the series and uh, continuing over the next few weeks. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. And of course, we like to share some knowledge with our listeners. And uh, this is our opportunity to do that via the words of someone else, which is generally how I share knowledge because I'm not that smart. No, I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm. I'm, I'm smart. Don't, hey, don't let. Don't let him fool you, people. Matt is a smart man. <laughs> I'm. I'm, uh, I'm smarter than I give myself credit for, I guess. Uh, but our quote of the week this week comes from someone we've heard from before on this particular segment of the show, Warren Buffett, and uh, he's someone who knows a lot about making money. So his <laughs> quote this week <laughs> is this, and I actually love this. He says. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. And that's I love that. That's great. It is absolutely phenomenal. And, and, and people, when they hear that, they're like making money while you sleep. That seems like such a foreign concept for them. But there are a lot of different pathways to financial freedom. And that's great because there are a lot of different types of people out there. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. And this week's meat on the bone segment is, is to kind of teach you that sometimes the difference between success and failure is just whether you come across the right path for you. 
And just because somebody else that you might know has been successful along one path doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right path for everyone. And so, you know, making money while you sleep, that's a that's a great um, idea. They like they call them side hustles these days. I like to call it mailbox money, all right, where I go out and check my mail and, and there's like a check in the mail. I mean, that's kind of old school. You can tell the way I think, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going out to the mailbox expecting a paper check. It's, it's really just a cha-ching in my, in my direct deposit account. Right. But <laughs> passive income helps you make money while you sleep. And there are some ways that, that you might not have thought about um, that can help you earn passive income. And so the first thing that I'll talk about is owning something that grows in value over time, right, Matt? Things like real estate and stocks grow in value over time. And, and these types of investments are staples uh, of a wealthy person's portfolio. Would you agree? Yeah. So not used cars, in other words. <laughs> no, no. That is a depreciating asset. Now, supercars, on the other hand, I have a I have a good friend of mine who, who he has worked his way up through different levels of purchasing different levels of vehicles. And now he's into the supercar world. Oh, wow. And he, you know, he'll buy a car and he'll keep it for a little bit and maybe drive it to a couple auto shows and then sell it a few months later, but he's always making money on these purchases, something that grows in value over time. And then Another way would be either to create or to buy a business that convinces people to pay you. Think about it. People go out and consume every single day, whether it's food, whether it's electronics, they pay for gym memberships. You know, we have pest control, we pay for lawn care. People spend all kinds of money on all kinds of things. And if you can build something or buy something that convinces them to give you their money, well, then you can make money while you sleep. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. that I mean, you know what? That is, it takes a certain amount of creativity, but I think we all have that in us, whether we realize it or not. I, I You know, mm -hmm. I remember as a kid having an idea for like an invention, um, which at the time seemed revolutionary. And it was like, a you know, a rechargeable battery pack thing that you could take with you on camping trips and stuff so that what I was concerned about at the time was being able to plug in the little portable camping TV that we had, you know, absolutely <laughs> the box that was about this big and that um, we that we had uh, in that you normally sat in our kitchen, actually, when I was a kid. But I wanted to take that camping with us so that uh, we could watch that while we were out in the middle of nowhere. So right. that was my invention. Else, and then somebody else took it, you know, took action and came up with that invention. Right. Of course. I, I'm, the, I'm the same way. I thought myself, I'm not a big dessert eater when I go out to eat, but I would love to have one or two bites. And I'm thinking, man, if I could just go out and get purchase one or two bites, maybe a dollar, a dollar and a half per bite, I would pay that and be totally satisfied rather than having to pay eight, nine, ten dollars for a piece of cake that I'm only going to eat two bites of. Right. Well, lo and behold, we went out and I saw these, you know, I think it was at Applebee's and this is 20 years ago, right? That they had bite size uh, desserts. Another yes. thing was the heated steering wheel. Every time I'd get in my car, my steering wheel, I'm like, we got heated seats, but what about a heated steering wheel? Now they have them. So what's the difference? People took action and we did so those are a couple different ways. Another way would be to reduce or remove what we call recurring uh, expenses. Everyone spends money and some of your money gets spent on the same things every single month. If you can spend less money on those things, then it's basically the same as earning more money. In fact, it's actually better because that's money that's already in your bank account, which means it's tax free. Okay. If you have debt, pay it off. That frees up cash. Flow. If it's a lot of debt and it's tied to a high interest rate, maybe you can refinance that debt at a lower interest rate just to make it 
more manageable and allow you to pay it off that much faster. Yeah. Uh, boy, all great tips and and, and um, you know things that, as you say, people might not necessarily think about. Top of mind, they're like, okay, I know I got to cut my spending, and they don't necessarily have a plan to do that. Um, yep. But those recurring expenses that that's a that's a thing that really sticks with me because you know I have, I'm sure I have monthly subscriptions that are sitting there that I watch maybe one episode of something every like five months, but I'm getting charged. 10, 12, 15, 20 bucks a month, and it's just coming out of my bank account. And that's that's money that could still be there. And as you say, the taxes are already paid on it. So that's that's if, right. And I think there's a website. I'm you know, th this is not a paid advertisement. I think it's called True Bill. I don't know if it's hmm. truebill.com or if it's an app you can download on the Google or Apple Play Store, but it's True Bill and you tie it in and it, it's able to tell you everything that you have a recurring expense for. Hmm. And the ones you're not using, you can get rid of, right? Yeah. So I think that's a, whoever came up with that is an absolute brilliant genius, okay? The one I'm going to spend a little bit of time on because I, I really think this one has the capacity to help the most number of people that are listening to this show. And so whether you are driving to Home Depot today or you, you, you're going to pick up some plants at Pike Nurseries or you're on your way to the park, whatever you're doing, just please stop and pay attention to this next little segment, that the words that come out of my mouth, because I, I think that this will apply to the most number of people. All right. Number uh, four, make more money from the things that you already do. Think of that, because if you can make more money without changing anything about how you live your life, that's as good as a new income source. So I'll ask you, when's the last time you got a raise? Well, when's the last time you asked for a raise? If your employer doesn't have a track record of handing them out, then maybe it's time you asked, right? All they can do is say no, yeah. okay? Do you have any extra space at home that you could possibly possibly make money off of. Maybe you've got an unused driveway, uh, an unused garage, basement, shed, parking spot. If it's just sitting there, you could turn that unused space into passive income every single month without actually even lifting a finger, okay? If there is something that you are really good at, I mean really good at, you can monetize it and people will pay you from or for the knowledge. So whether that's through an, an e-course on the internet or you write an e-book that's available for download or you have a YouTube channel, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use my wife as, as an example. I have been trying to convince my wife to do a cook show. Y'all, I'm telling you, the woman can flat out cook. Okay. <laughs> and, and I know a lot of husbands out there are saying, yeah, my wife cooks too. And she's, she, I love the food she eats, but let me tell you everyone. And I mean, everyone who either sees her social media posts and her descriptions of the food or eats her food, they all tell her that she needs to open up a restaurant. And I've told her that for you know 30 years, she doesn't want that headache, but the time she spends planning our meals to the ingredients that she buys to the way that she literally layers in the flavors literally on every component of every meal she makes, it is a wonder I don't weigh 400 pounds. She is a prime <laughs> example of somebody who is really good at what she does, and people would pay good money just to learn how to do a percentage of what she's capable of in the kitchen. And, and you think about all the successful cooking shows, there's not really one going on right now. So I'm telling her, hey, babe, this is something that you can do. Like you have no, I mean, she made these chicken piccata meatballs the other day. Oh, that sounds so good. 
with a with a cake, lemon caper reduction sauce over a bed of mashed potatoes. I mean, it was unbelievable, mm. Matt. Unbelievable. Okay? That sounds like so, something people would pay good money to learn how to make. <laughs> yes, right. And 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 not these are recipes that have both been handed down from you know my side of the family, her side of the family, but she has taken them and elevated them to another level. Yeah, I try to convince her to do that all the time. Okay, so moving on. If you are a landowner, if you own land, you can lease that to farmers or hunters. You know, people will pay you good money for that. If you have fields, you can sell the hay to folks that have animals that eat hay. You could grow timber and cut the timber and have that as a, as a revolving resource every few years if you do it in tracks. Um, if you have equity in a property, you can actually leverage the debt, pull some money out of that property in order to then buy another income producing uh, asset. The bottom line is that anybody can create passive money or, or what I like to call again, mailbox money uh, for themselves while they sleep. Sometimes this means either creating a business that runs all day, every day, like a website or an ebook or something on the web. And, and sometimes, Matt, it just means applying some critical thinking and finding other ways to either earn more or spend less doing the things that you already do every single day. And if you don't limit yourself, people, if you don't limit yourself to a single way of thinking about making income, you'll be able to find great ways to put more money in your pocket each and every month. Yeah. Thinking outside the box of, you know, earning uh, an income that is, as you say, that that mailbox money is, um, essential, I think, in a lot of cases, because people know, like, you know, you might know that, okay, I'm good at this. I'm good at X, Y, Z. I'm good at uh, doing things around the house. You know, okay, well, um, can you teach other people how to do these uh, things around the house? Maybe instead of a cooking show, you might want to have something like a home improvement kind of a thing. Or right. just, think, think of YouTube yeah. channels. Right. You can find, you, if you do how to do whatever, yeah. and put it into YouTube, there's there's somebody that's made, heck, there's probably more than one person that's made videos. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's the thing. Found, that's how I found how to do some things that, that I otherwise probably I, wouldn't have tackled on my yeah. own. It's I've done the, I've done the same thing. Right. Yeah. I, I've done the exact same thing. And, and then, you know, you get enough of those, get enough views, get enough subscribers, and it gets monetized. And then you get that mailbox money that uh, shows up, you know, not necessarily in the actual physical mailbox, but direct deposit into that bank account. Uh, and, and that wonderful cha-ching sound that we all like to hear. But yeah, no, I that's like great. Money. <laughs> that's, that's right. My favorite sound in the world. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, that is uh, that's a lot of great meat on the bone this week there, Mike, for uh, our listeners to digest. And, um, you know, folks, these are a lot of the things that you can learn from Mike Zeno <laughs> and that you just did learn from Mike Zeno that I just learned from Mike Zeno. Actually, uh, it's actually got me thinking a lot about, you know, things that I might be able to to kind of do uh, for, a, for a little side hustle here, you know, and uh, and, you know, earning some money while I while I sleep some of that passive income. But um, it's not just about passive income and it's not just about retirement savings. It's not just about the things that you do to cut your costs, anything like that. It is about a holistic approach to your retirement. And that's really what uh, Mike loves to help people out with. And so much, in fact, Mike, that you offer our listeners a, an absolutely free full retirement plan consultation. It's cost free and it's obligation free. 
Yeah, I mean, people come in, they don't want to do business. They can walk away and, and, and they still have useful information that they can either take action on or, or <laughs> crumple up and toss in the trash can. Uh, hopefully <laughs> they don't do the latter and they actually take action because, again, my whole goal is to uh, educate and empower them to make better financial decisions. So, yes, we're going to help you analyze your total financial situation. We will uh, closely examine every component and decide if it makes sense to tweak your plan if you already have one. If you don't have one, then obviously it's going to make sense to formulate one. And then we'll discover if you already have uh, an advisor, you know, what are you paying in fees? What are they really doing? Are they making you money? Are you comfortable paying for what you are getting? Do you have a relationship with them? Is there a contingency plan for legacy? Do your kids know how to get in contact and, and, and how they're going to get at your assets when you pass away. I mean, all these things are part of a of a complete financial plan. And we're just going to compare what you've got to what's possible if you work with us. And you'll only work with us if it makes sense for you. Right. Absolutely. And folks, if that sounds like something that you are interested in, the website for the show is moneymatterswithmike.com. And of course, the phone number 704-560-1573. That rings directly to Mike Zeno and he will pick up the phone. And if he doesn't pick up the phone, he will call you back in uh, very short order. So that number 704-560-1573 for that full retirement plan consultation. <laughs> he says, call me, everybody. All right. So <laughs> let's um, move on a little bit here, Mike, as we start. I, I teased this a bit earlier in the show, but uh, we're starting today a, a series that will be, uh, you know, featured on our show every week over the next few weeks here. And it's called the Smart Retirement Plan series. And we wanted to do this because, you know, people really do need help coming up with a plan. Um, you know, I know for myself, I, I mean, I've said this before on the show that uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing this by myself because there's so many different components, so many possibilities, so many moving parts. And I'm like, oh, I need help. And people really, as we discussed on last week's show, there's a lack of financial education uh, that takes place uh, in in this country. As a matter of fact, yeah. there was a, a a survey that I saw about uh, financial education and where people get it from. And this sort of goes right in line with what we were talking about last week. Twenty six percent from high school classes. I'm actually kind of shocked that that number is that high. Twenty two percent of people get financial education from their parents and family. I believe that. Uh, yeah. 21% from college classes. Okay, that, that kind of makes sense. Uh, 18% from social media and websites. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. And and sort of, not that there aren't people on websites and social media who who know what they're talking about. You just have to be really careful with that, right? Like, because anybody can post anything at any time and be like, these yes. are the facts. And no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> but then only 7% of people say that they're educated about finances from a financial advisor. Uh, and that was that was bothersome to me because, it, you know, it, it when you get to a certain uh, age, especially when you're, you know, uh, getting into your career and you're starting to think about actually, you know, planning for retirement. And as I have said before, it's not it's not too early, but it can definitely be too late uh, to, to do that. 
Um, I am of the belief that, at least for me, I need someone who is uh, going to advise me on this and help me come up with a plan. Because as I said a minute ago, I couldn't do it myself. Yeah. And, and, and I think the fact that everybody falls into one of three categories, and, and we've discussed this before, there are things that you know that you know. <laughs> there are things that you know that you don't know. So I know, for an, for an example, Matt, if you needed open heart surgery, I'm not your huckleberry. If I crack <laughs> open your chest, I'm going to kill you. Okay, because it's not what I do. All right. I do know that I know a lot about um, financial topics and how to help people and how to educate people. And so that that is my wheelhouse and how to how to make sure that people have their retirement money last them for as long as they do and beyond. So I know that I know that. But what a lot of people don't really understand is there's stuff that you don't know that you don't know. And I think the one statistic out there that that was just blew me away was that only 7% say that they are educated by a licensed financial professional. And and that means 93% of their education is coming from somebody other than a professional who does this day in and day out as a business and a means of supporting their life and their kids and their family. So think about that for a second. I mean, if you had something wrong with your car, would you spend 93% of your time, you know, trying to find the solution at a grocery store or at a, at a state park or at a movie theater, or would you just take it to a mechanic? Right. I'd, I'd drive straight to the mechanic or get it towed to a mechanic, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And so, you know, we're finding through out through, you know, all these surveys that goes on and studies that go on that one in four Americans, 25% are less confident now about their retirement than they were before the events of the past couple of years, pre-COVID. Okay. So a quarter of the people don't have as much confidence in their plan. Um, This one I thought was uh, pretty staggering too. 71% of Americans, all right, almost three quarters of Americans are extremely concerned about the impact of inflation on how prepared they are for retirement and what that means, what those numbers actually look like as inflation continues to soar, even though it's come down a little bit. Right. And then 31% don't know how to make sure that the retirement savings are you know, able to keep up with everything in the rising cost of goods and services. So um, just staggering statistics. Right, absolutely. I mean, and this is sort of the why of us, you know, doing this series on smart retirement planning because, you know, people don't necessarily think that they have the resources that are available to them, might not even know about them, about resources that are available to them to get help in planning for the future, planning for retirement and planning for those uh, later years and in planning for, as you said a moment ago, after they're gone, because that's also part of it. What are you going to leave? uh, What legacy are you going to leave behind for your family, for your spouse, your kids, your grandkids and and future generations? It is. And and some people out there think that, that, uh, you know, financial professionals are only for those that have means and they're only for the rich. And that's not necessarily the case. I don't care if you're making, you know, 15, 18 bucks an hour working in a fast food restaurant. If that restaurant offers you a 401k or a Roth 401k, uh, we can teach you how to invest in that so that you have more money 
when you're ready to retire. You know, if you're, you know, rich is subjective. Somebody that's making $50,000 a year is rich compared to the guy that lives in a cardboard box. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's just, ve- it's very, very subjective. And, and I wish people didn't think that way because financial education is not just for the rich. It's for everybody. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and do you, you know, work with people of all different kinds of means uh, as well, as you alluded to there. And when they give you a call, you know, it's not like you said you ask them, uh, you know, about their particular financial picture because you want to make sure that they make over a certain threshold or you don't want to work with them. No, that's not how it works when people call you up to to try and and work with you. Yeah, it drives me crazy. You see these, you know, these and I'm not going to name them by name, although they know who they are, you know, where you got to have at least a half a million dollars before they're actually going to talk to you. And and, and that's not me. I'm going to, you know, I didn't come. I I came from a a single mom raising three, three boys. I remember fighting, uh, fighting my brothers uh, for the meat on the pork chop bones. You know, I I didn't, I didn't come from any uh, wealth by any stretch of the imagination, but I forced myself to go back and get the education, do better, you know, do better because when you know better, you can do better. And so that's all about how we try to, again, educate and empower folks. Absolutely. Well, folks, um, we are going to, cover more of our smart retirement plan series as we move forward here in the show in just a few minutes. This is, of course, Money Matters with Mike. MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website. And again, the phone number 704-560-1573. But first, Mike, I wanted to, before we kind of get into the little nitty gritty here of uh, the different steps, the first three steps that we're going to cover today of our smart retirement plan series. I wanted to share a little bit of uh, a a piece that I put together this week uh, about some scams that are out there right now for seniors, especially there really are. And they're always changing. And that's kind of the big point of um, this uh, piece that I did. Uh, Let's take a listen to it. We'll we'll chat about it on the other side, and then we'll get into our first three steps of a smart retirement plan right after that. No matter what you do, there's always someone looking to separate you from your hard-earned and hard-saved cash. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by Ameriline. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Online scams are nothing new. Things like fake Craigslist ads or emails from a Nigerian prince offering you his fortune in exchange for a couple thousand dollars of your own money have been around for years. But the scams do keep changing as scammers' tactics evolve. AARP recently released its list of red hot scams in 2022. One of the newest came in at the top of the list, the Google Voice scam. Here's how it works. If you're selling something online and include your phone number for people to reach out, a bad actor could call and say they want to make sure you aren't a scammer. They'll then tell you that you're about to receive a Google verification code. What's really happening is they're opening up a Google Voice account in your name so they can pose as you while cheating others out of their money. AARP says to avoid this one, don't ever give out verification codes to anyone. Another one on the list involves fake jobs. Scammers will get your information from an online resume and contact you with a fake job offer. Then they'll ask for payment for things like supposed home office setup fees. This one's similar to income scams that make big promises for easy money, but don't deliver. Here's the reality. There's no such thing as a guaranteed way to make money. If you see an offer like that, it's a scam, period. The FTC has sued and shut down lots of companies that have made big claims like that. Rhonda Perkins is an attorney with the Federal Trade Commission. So before you invest in a program that says you'll make a lot of money, stop. Take your time and do your research. Be skeptical about success stories and testimonials. 
Also, check with your state attorney general's office. Also on the AARP list, rental assistance scams, fake Amazon employees, cryptocurrency ATM payments, imposters offering to settle your tax debt, fake emails that look like they're from a friend asking for a gift card payment, and demands through money transfer apps like Venmo or Cash App. With any of these, it's essential that you verify the identity of the person you're speaking to, never give your personal information to anyone you don't know, and if necessary, report it to the authorities. So, are you prepared to protect your money from online scams? That's a key question to consider as you try to grow your wealth for retirement. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Remember, all of Mike's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. So we just heard a little bit about some scams that are prominent online in 2022. And boy, they are always changing and evolving. I think the days of the Nigerian prince emails are behind us. They might say that, but I got one of those last week. I I kid you not, I got one from the Nigerian prince. And I was going to make $500 million and get to keep $490 um, if I just give them the bank information to you know deposit those funds into. Uh, and, and they are, they're getting better and better and indistinguishable. Um, I had one earlier in the year that I actually had to call Wells Fargo um, just to make sure. And sure enough, it was fraudulent. It was a scam. And so... The biggest thing is, is you know, they they used to say trust but verify. Heck, I trust no one anymore. I mean, literally no one. If it's coming across, um, you know, multiple forms of media, whether it's social, whether it's text media, whether it's email, just trust nobody. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, we used to be bothered by the the telemarketing calls, but then like the fake spam calls, like when we're all trying to eat dinner and that kind of thing at home. But now that everybody you know, a lot of people don't even have a landline and that kind of thing, but they've switched to texting. And so there are apps out there that can filter that kind of thing out too. You know, where we were talking about that Truebill app earlier and there are others yeah. as well. This is another one that can help you sort of keep your sanity and avoid some of those scams. Cause I was, no I was starting to get uh, uh, those scam texts not long ago. And I had to download one of those apps. Cause I was like, no, I, I got to avoid this. Cause not only was it clogging up my inbox, I was like, I might click on a link by mistake. And then, you know, my, all my personal data from my phone is in some hackers computer somewhere yeah. halfway across the world. And it's funny, I've been watching some, you know, some shows on, on Netflix, you know, at late at night when, when I'm just trying to decompress one of them's Mr. Robot and they're you know talking about all these hackers that are doing this, that, and the other. It is amazing to me what people who have the knowledge when it comes to computer hacking have the ability to do. I mean, they hacked our pipeline for, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. It's crazy. And so we got to watch out for it. And and just you're absolutely right. Verify and then maybe one day down the road, trust. But yeah, verify first. (laughs) For sure. Yes. So, folks, as you know, if you've been listening to uh, the episode today so far, you are uh, listening to Money Matters with Mike and you are listening to the very first episode of our series that's called Smart Retirement Planning or the Smart Retirement Plan series. Uh, So we gave you kind of the why uh, we're covering this just a few minutes ago and why we're going into all of these details. And now we're getting into those details and starting you off on that financial journey uh, that we're going to go on. And the first sort of category here that I want to cover, Mike, is called Smart Vision. 
And I know that, you know, when you're going to a destination, you have to determine what that destination is first, right? If you're, you know, if I, (laughs) so if I'm going to drive to uh, Orlando, for example, I got to know, okay, well, I've made up my mind. Orlando is my destination. Now, how do I get there? And yeah, exactly. On, on (laughs) I-75 and uh, you know, then, then you'll be there or on I-95, depending on where you are. um, And then take I-75 to the Florida Turnpike. Hey, there you go. There's your directions. Uh, Well, that's our show, folks. Good night, everybody. No, so uh, lessons from Mike. Right, exactly. Uh, the traffic report brought to you by. Um, but yeah, so so you got to determine where you want to go first. So, what are some of the questions, Mike, that that pre-retirees might want to ask themselves uh, to determine where they want to wind up in retirement? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great question. It all starts with vision. It all starts with vision. You have to be able to visualize yourself in retirement as somebody who no longer goes to work, right? Or, or what are you doing during your retirement years? Who are you with? Who are you spending that time with? Who might you be taking care of in retirement? Um, beyond that, what, have you, what are your goals? Uh, are you somebody who's going to sit on the front or back porch sipping lemonade, uh, watching the grand youngins play in the yard? Or are you somebody that wants to jet set and travel across the United States uh, or internationally? Um, what are those goals? And more importantly, how do you plan to fund them? And do you want to retire? Or maybe do you want to relaunch another career or a business of your own? Because it's something that you've always dreamt about. And something to keep in mind is that when you retire, your income will not be the same as it was before you know, while you were working, unless you've taken proper prior planning and steps toward doing that, you have to be ready otherwise for a reduced income flow by preparing before you retire. So sit down with your spouse and think about, you know, what your goals are for retirement. If you don't have a spouse, sit down with a friend and and talk about, you know, what they think their goals are, what you think your goals are. And this will help you determine how fiscally smart. In other words, how you need to prepare yourself and educate yourself from a financial standpoint in order to be able to do what you want during your retirement. And so retirement looks different for everyone, whether you want to travel, whether you want to spend time with your family, whether you want to start a new business, the one common denominator in all those things, you're still going to need money to do it. You're going to have to have cash flow. And in retirement, it's not about having one big number, but it's the amount of income that you have because the last thing you want in retirement is more month than money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't want that while you're working. You certainly don't want that in retirement because uh, then, you know, you might you might find yourself having to go back to work when you should, you know, be doing whatever it is that you want to do or what you had set out to do, that that destination that we're talking about here in this smart vision sort of segment, this sort of, you know, step one in the smart retirement plan. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle getting there, though. As a matter of fact, you know, a new survey from uh, Go Banking Rates shows that a third of Americans actually don't think that they know enough about retirement to begin with. So it's like, how do you I have a solution for that? Call me. Yeah, well, Let's they, sit down. There you go. <laughs> 
704-560-1573. Folks, that's that's your solution right there. Moneymatterswithmike.com. I mean, come on. Yep, that, that's it. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of folks just really don't, don't even know um, enough about retirement. At least they don't think. And so it's like, how do you determine what you want to do in retirement when you don't feel like you know enough about it in the first place? So right. there's that. And then 37% of Americans in this same survey feel that they need more education and information on retirement planning. I would Guess what, Matt? call you. I got, I got a solution for that, too. <laughs> they can call me. There you go. Or they can go to moneymatterswithmike.com. <laughs> That's solution number two, folks. And then... In this same survey, I bet I know what the solution is going to be. In this same survey, 52% of Americans said that they wish they had more education on how to invest their money. Matt, I have a, I have a solution for that. Guess what they can do? What? <laughs> what they can, can call me hey. or they can go to moneymattersmithmike.com. Oh, Lord. So so see, there we go. There are your solutions to these folks. But, you know, it's it's staggering a little bit how many people and, and I was going to say this, um, the number of people, it was 37 percent who said that they feel they need more education and information about retirement planning. I would actually say that number is low. I think that's just the number that of people who would admit, admit. that they yes. need that education. Yeah, I agree with you there. there. There are a lot of people that think they know a lot more than they actually know because they've heard this or they've seen that, but they haven't actually experienced it themselves. Yeah. And, and the last place that you want to put uh, uh, a test to the test, so to speak, is with your retirement dollars when you're close to retiring yeah. or in retirement. Absolutely. That's that's a, a scary, scary prospect there, um, mm -hmm. you know, because if you don't want to find yourself as you said, with more month than money, you want to have more money than month and, and be all set up and and have all of your ducks in a row. And so knowing where you want to go, that that's step one, right? That smart vision vision. Yes. Then after you have that smart vision, after you know the destination, you need a little bit of an inspection, right? So this is this is smart inspection. It's like a financial checkup, basically, uh, to start you mapping out that uh, trail that's going to get you, that route that's going to get you to that destination that we've determined now. Right. You have to inspect what you expect. We've said that time in and time again, and we're going to continue to say that until people realize that they need to consistently look at these things, not just have a plan, put it in a drawer, set it and forget it, put it in a safe, set it and forget it, put it in a money uh, box, uh, safe deposit box at the, at the bank and set it and forget it. No, these things are evolving, right? They change, they should change depending on what's going on and the smart people are proactive instead of being reactive. So what we do for you during a financial checkup, number one, we're gonna review your accounts, all your IRAs, your 401ks, any place that you hold assets, including cash. So we'll look at your, your, your checking account balances, your savings account, if you have money market accounts, if you have a, a, a mattress under the bed, or excuse me, a, a mattress under the bed. Hello, I hope you don't have a mattress <laughs> under the bed, but a suitcase under the bed, call it mattress money, so to speak. Um, you know, we're gonna look at all those rates of return over the past 12 months over the past three years, over the past five years. And then we're gonna really seek to identify both income and expenses in retirement to determine whether or not you have either an income gap or an income surplus. Hopefully you have a surplus and there is not more month than money. Um, 
we're going to really kind of put you under the microscope, do an x-ray, if you will, of any annuities or pension plans that you currently have. What are they offering you? Do they offer a lump sum? Do they offer income as, as, a, as a, you know, a, basically a, a lifetime guaranteed amount? Um, we're also going to examine how much you're paying in fees because, Nobody should be paying fees if you are in an underperforming asset. I'm a firm believer in that. We can help with tax plannings. You know, do you have a tax problem? Is all of your retirement money invested in a tax deferred vehicle, such as a uh, 401k, a 403b, if you're a federal employee, a TSP? What you could actually be doing is creating that ticking tax time bomb that can explode on you in retirement because whatever that number is, it's not all yours, folks. You have to realize that a significant portion of those dollars belongs to your greedy uncle Sam, and he will come knocking on your door with his greedy paws out saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. So we can review your life insurance coverage. What is the cash value if you have any in there? Um, does it make sense to maybe do what's called a 1035 exchange and move the cash from an existing death insurance policy over into a different type of life insurance policy that can both protect and grow your money and then provide living benefits? Okay, we talk about this a lot too, that can protect you if you die too soon with the death benefit. They can uh, protect you if you live too long with guaranteed income for life. And then obviously, if you get sick in between, God forbid you have a chronic, critical or terminal illness, they can help offset the costs for in-home health care, assisted living care, nursing home care. Um, And so we really take a, a holistic approach. How much of your money is available for tax free withdrawals? Okay, because, again, you will be taxed. You will have to pay the piper. Uh, If you have any real estate holdings, we'll look at those assets, whether it's your family home, if you have rental properties, if you have land, how might we be able to put those to use uh, if they're just sitting there stagnant, not earning you income? And one of the big things that I like to do is provide a social security maximization report. And that report shows you how to best maximize your social security earnings in retirement. And we have tips and tricks that help you take advantage of everything that's available to you uh, to make sure that you have a comfortable retirement. Yeah, and and so it really is comprehensive. It's a comprehensive look at all of your finances. And uh, what I love is it's those things that you might not think about, like you said, because people view, I think going back to the life insurance thing, they view life insurance as death insurance. And, And that's, oh, this is something for my family when I leave them behind. But really and truly, it's not as as I've said before, it's not your grandfather's life insurance anymore. Those no. policies are still there. You know, they're still a traditional whole life policies and that kind of thing uh, and in term life and those those types of products. But, the, you know, there are, you know, universal life policies, index universal life, that kind of thing that that provide benefits for the living and not just for the, the you know, for well for the policy holder i should say while they are living and not just for the rest of the family after the death yeah great example i have a good buddy of mine that that he went to the doctor earlier this year and in for a colonoscopy and when he got the results they weren't what he wanted to hear he was actually diagnosed with cancer okay and he was able to tap into um his you know indexed universal life policy is the kind that he had 
and help offset some of those costs. So just, I mean, this guy was 45 years old. Wow. Uh, so that's another little plug for men out there and, and women out there. Um, colon cancer is a big killer out there. And they're now the age is 45 that they're suggesting people get those colonoscopies. 35 if you have a history in your family of any type of either colon or prostate or um, you know gut type of cancer. So um, look out for yourself, people. But that's a prime example of how that type of policy can be used, was used. And you know what? Now he's doing much, much better. He's uh, for all intent and purposes in remission. And his life insurance policy is still intact and still growing for the remainder of his life. Wow. So just a, a perfect example of how something like that can come into play. Yeah, that that's uh, that's wonderful. And I'm glad that he's doing well uh, now. Yeah, he's doing awesome. And that that uh, policy really came uh, in, in handy for him during Amen. a time because you don't want to you know, that's the the last thing that you need to be having to think about is how am right. I going to pay for all this? How am I going to pay all these medical bills? Uh, you know, that would be a solution. And it was for him. So that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, that is uh, kind of the second set of uh, what we're going to look at or the second step, I guess I should say, of what we're looking at as far as our um, smart retirement plan. Now, the uh, smart inspection segment there. Well, then we move on after you've been, you know, uh, getting your your uh, ideas uh, in your head about where you want to go. You've determined your destination through smart vision, right? Then you've had a smart inspection. Everything's been gone through with a fine tooth comb. You sort of know the ins and outs of what uh, your financial picture looks like. Then you start the smart planning phase of things. Yes. And, um, you know, there are a couple of interesting questions I think that uh, people might want to ask themselves. And one of them I know the answer to for myself. And that is, should you manage your investments yourself? My answer uh, for that would be a firm no. (laughs) Unequivocally. Yes. No. Guess what? I'm in the business. I still have a coach. I love it. I love it. We'll see. And, and I'm just, you know, some some schmuck who, who doesn't uh, know uh, a lot. And, uh, you know, I definitely would not um, want to manage my investments uh, myself. Um, another question that people might might ask when they're in this, this smart planning phase is, do you have a plan for your spouse when you pass away? Mm, and that's a big one right there, Matt. I've been with my wife. We've been married now 28 years uh, together, 31. So yay us. Yay. Um, you know, and I look at people that have been married 50, 60, 70 years. And I'm like, man, y'all are my heroes because uh, my wife says she's going to get a medal uh, when she gets that to the gates of heaven just for having to put up with me her whole life. And I'm thinking the same thing, right? <laughs> you know, but, you know, for especially us us guys, we, we like to fix problems. We like to take care of things and make sure that, that everything is in order. Well, you might have that plan that you've thought of in your head. My question is, have you communicated it with your spouse? Have you put it down on paper? Um, have you got a will in place? Have you got, you know, for those that have some some assets, have you got a trust in place that enables you to kind of control the, the assets and the money from the grave, so to speak, <laughs> right? It, 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 for those of you who don't know, I, I, I'm a veteran of the United States Army. Um, I spent eight years total in, I went to a military college. And one of the things that I learned was that uh, a thing called the seven Ps, proper prior planning prevents 
I'll clean this one up, pitifully poor performance. And so it definitely starts with a plan. And there are things, Matt, in retirement, some costs that a lot of people just gloss over. They don't think too heavily about, and they just think that everything will kind of be taken care of. The biggest one being um, health insurance and the cost, the rising cost of health care, Medicare, long-term care. Again, if you have a history of anybody needing any type of assisted living, whether that's in-home health care or in a uh, independent type facility that's just assisted living, or God forbid, again, a full-blown 24-hour care. My grandfather had to be um, put into an assisted living facility and because he, he had early signs of, of dementia. And um, after they, he had escaped several times and they found him several miles down the road, uh, they put him in a, into a 24-hour lockdown facility so he could not escape anymore. And it was all downhill from there. But income taxes is another thing. Anything that you contributed to pre-tax retirement accounts during your working years, that's subject to income taxes when you draw those funds um, out during retirement. Um, so anything that's in a taxable account, again, I've already mentioned them, whether it's a 401k, a solo 401k, if you're a business owner, a 403b, a 457, a traditional IRA, a simple IRA, a SEP IRA, um, a SARSEP, a, a TSP, all of those are taxable accounts in uh, retirement. Okay. Non-taxable accounts in retirement are Roth IRAs. You've already paid the tax on the seed. Uh, HSAs, health spending accounts, as long as you use those for qualifying health care. And then up to 85% of your social security benefits could be taxed if your income is above certain thresholds. So that proper prior planning um, is definitely going to prevent pitifully poor performance in retirement, Matt. Yeah. And thank you for cleaning that up. I do appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This, this, uh, we didn't have to get out the, uh, the beep sound uh, or anything like that. Uh, But yeah, so that, so that's, I mean, as we, as I've said, um, there are a lot of detailed uh, things to consider here, and that is why I am a firm believer that people need a helping hand through planning for retirement. And folks, if you agree at this point, MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website. That's MoneyMattersWithMike, all spelled out, all one word, dot com. Uh, the phone number seven zero four five six zero one five seven three, And of course, that initial consultation completely free of any charge and completely free of any obligation. Well, we've been through the first three of our um, steps here along our smart retirement plan journey. Uh, So we will, of course, continue the smart retirement plan journey uh, coming up next week. But just a few more minutes left in the show, Mike, and I want to get in before we go. My probably favorite segment I think that we do. It's time for this week's Problem Solver. Yes, as you can all tell by the dramatic introduction, it's time for the Problem Solver. And uh, this one is uh, a bit of uh, a bear to kind of figure out, Mike. So I know you can solve it, though. I I have a feeling because you are the Problem Solver. 
So I'm going to present you with the problem. You are going to solve it. Here is said problem. Um, <laughs> this is uh, an, an example problem. This is not my own. All right. So a, a man just turned 70, but he still works, right? His wife uh, does not work and is ready for him to retire. Uh, she wants to spend more time with him, right? So so the wife wants to travel. The husband, though, eh, he's got some concerns because he doesn't think they're going to have enough uh, to retire the way that they want. He doesn't think they've got enough saved up. Um, the man has $900,000 in a 401k. The couple would receive $4,800 a month combined in Social Security. So that's the problem. Do they actually have enough to let him retire and if not what in the world do they do you know that that's an interesting one especially because the man still wants to work right yeah. and, and and the wife wants him home because she wants to be able to travel so there, there's the the socio you know dynamic right there between giving up something that that, that he's still wanting to do but yet making sure that um the missus is, is still satisfied. And, and I mentioned I've been with my wife 31 years. And one of the things I was very fortunate enough to learn early on is that happy wife equals happy life. And if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. True. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, but, you know, with the solution could be um, by replacing the bonds that they have within their portfolio and investing them into, say, a fixed indexed annuity, for an example, that can generate a guaranteed income for life. That's not only helping them fill a retirement income gap, um, if they also find ways to cut their monthly expenses, they're going to save some money by deleting portfolio and advisory fees. And their annuity is actually tied to an index, which means it can go up and pay out even more so that annual and cost of living adjustments will help them outpace inflation. So this could easily add, you know, on a $900,000 uh, type uh, of, of purchase of the annuity could probably add close to you know, $2,000 a month to their social security and uh, other, you know, fixed income sources that they have coming in. Wow. So there is a way to go ahead and, and do this and have uh, some some more, you know, money than than they might uh, otherwise uh, have or might uh, otherwise um, know that they had <laughs> yeah. in, in yeah. their retirement. I mean, it's almost as if we've we've found dollars there. There is an amazing light bulb that goes off in people's uh, eyes. And, and, and that's kind of the, the, the joyful moment for me, uh, honestly, is when I, when I see that light bulb kind of go off and they get it. And when we're reviewing folks' individual situations and I'm able to uncover money that they're already spending and just redirect its use into something that is going to far outweigh as far as, uh, you know, from the benefit of, of the instant gratification, they might be saving it on into a, a life policy or into um, a, a Roth IRA, for an example, that, that's growing tax free. I mean, just when I see the light bulb go off for them, that, that that's what makes me very, very um, happy and proud of what I do. I mean, I've, I've said this before, there are things that I enjoy doing and there are things that give me joy. And I am very fortunate to not have considered myself uh, having worked a single day in the last dozen years because 
I absolutely love what I do. And I hope that comes through on the show. I hope that comes through when we meet in person. You know, when when you hear me and you hear my voice, you're going to get the same Mike Zano, whether you got um, 100 grand or, or 10 million. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it, I treat everybody the same and try to help and put every single person I meet with in, in, in a better position than before they met me. Well, that is the bottom line, really, of, of what it's all about here uh, with Money Matters with Mike. Uh, just about uh, out of time here, Mike, but I wanted to remind our listeners, of course, if that sounds like something that you are interested in, if you have questions about your retirement planning, if you've got some problems that need to be figured out, if you just don't quite understand what your uh, investments or your savings or your uh, different assets look like, what it's all shaping up toward, uh, to uh, what it's shaping up to be as you get toward retirement, that is, give Mike a call, 704-560-1573, moneymatterswithmike.com is the website. Well, Mike, it's been another great show here, and uh, I appreciate it, sir. Matt, I always appreciate your input on these shows. You do a phenomenal job. People out there in listener land, if not for you, this show doesn't exist. So I absolutely appreciate each and every single one of you. Please share the show. Let people know that we come on every Saturday. Let people know that we're on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes. Any place you can you know, listen to a podcast. Because again, without you, we don't exist. Stay safe out there, folks. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. Amerilife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information.